Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. This is Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is going on, all of our Liberty-loving friends? Welcome back to another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. I'm one of the hosts here, Charles Chuck Thompson. With me, as always, the ever-pessimistic Nathaniel I'm Paul Thurston. pessimistic. Who just doesn't even want to do the show today, but decided to, to show, show up still. This is already my second is, show today, by the way, Charlie. This is all about dedication. I know. Here I know. With Mr. Nathaniel Paul. I did like nine shows last week. Not enough. All right. Uh, not enough for Clearly not enough. Yeah. Clearly not enough. Hey, what's up, everyone? This Have is... you won any awards yet for all those shows? Not quite. I got some participation trophies, though, so I'm feeling pretty good about it. Still not enough, Just going to keep going. I got the um, hottest in the office trophy back there. Mm. That's pretty good. And, Did you uh, give that to yourself? No. I got it for my wife, and she gave it back. So, <laughs> all right, what's up? This is Good Morning Liberty. We talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of meaning every single day of the week when we want to. So if you are so inclined, please hit the subscribe button. Go to joingml.com if you want. There's a live group here. There's people hanging out with us right now, and we're talking back and forth with them. You'll hear us mention their names every so often. That sounded kind of like you were doing that with an antebellum accent was i yeah well if you feel so inclined if you surely do feel so inclined you just go smash that subscribe button man <laughs> and you can hit subscribe you can hit follow mm. if you want to go to join gmail.com that's fine too it's only six bucks a month and you can hang out with me and chuck and everyone else in the fed haters club man mm. only six bucks or you could put your money where your Keyboard warrior spirit is, and and be a real libertarian or you something can, like that's that. That's what I was gonna say. You could yeah. even be a real libertarian, Charlie. Tell us now. We haven't we haven't done this in about two years. You got one minute. If you have one minute to tell everyone who you are, say from what happened to you, your entire life, and you had to give the one minute. This elevator pitch. It's a tall building. Yeah. Okay. It's gonna take about a minute elevator pitch, and you're like. Well, my name's Charles Thompson, and this is who I am. Well, well, I just want to know. My name's Chuck. I grew up a poor black child mm -hmm. in <laughs> Southern yeah. Illinois, and uh, and I've and I've grown since then to be taller. Yeah. Yes. I actually did grow up really poor in a trailer, and decided that life has more to offer. And as long as you, that's why you got a double wide. Some hard work. We did get a double white eventually, mm. and then apartments, and then now I live in a house. Okay. Full-blown house. Moving on up. Yeah. And uh, I, I grew up a staunch conservative. I mean, I was George W. Bush all the way. Go get them mm. terrorists. Okay. okay. And somewhere along the lines, uh, the guy by the name of Ron Paul, uh, did, he didn't change my mind. He just made me think deeper. 
and more critically and to go find information for myself, which I think was one of his greatest strengths as a was is still, he's not a congressman anymore. So he's not in as much limelight as he used to be. You only listened to him because he was a congressman. Well, he got in. (laughs) What'd you do after that? What's going on? He got in front of me as a congressman. Yeah. During, by being in the presidential debates. If it wasn't for that, I would have never heard of the guy. You got like a spare 15 seconds. Who's so, Charlie Thompson? So from there, I decided that... I uh, just want to let you know that you're out to about 10 seconds. I could start my own. If you keep stop eight, interrupting about me... About seven seconds right now left over. <laughs> I decided to start my own business, and I wrote Nate into it, and <laughs> now we are entrepreneurs fighting Literally, for Literally, I'm trapped here. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That was pretty good. That's right. pretty good. All right, you good have job, man. Twenty-eight. Seconds. No, I wasn't going to do mine. I was just want to talk about you. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's Charles Thompson. Find out tomorrow who I am. <laughs> Did you like my reference to the jerk? <laughs> yeah, it was good. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. All right. So this once again, life, liberty, pursuit of meaning. We're going to talk some a little bit of libertarian inside baseball today. Tell you why the Libertarian Party is probably never going to be able to do anything uh, consequential. Uh, whatsoever. I'm no offense, Charlie. I know you're a big L libertarian member over here. I've done a lot of work since I, joining. <laughs> you've done so much for the party, so much. Yeah, I can I can tell. Well, you come here and you record an episode at least twice a week, and as a card carrying member, there so you go. That's something. How about that? So we'll mention um, the Rage Against the War Machine rally that was this weekend. Also, it's President's Day. Oh, which is uh, who gives a shit? That's the number one thing. I'm mm. sorry for cursing. Okay. But I don't, I just you're, don't care. You're really upset that the markets are closed. Yes. The market's closed. Mm. That is upsetting to me. We're supposed to celebrate um, people in the past who screwed stuff up, killed a bunch of people, stole money. Uh, I guess you could celebrate the ones way, way further back, but you can't do that because some of them had slaves. So there's literally no celebration to go around for me on this day at all. How about you? Do you feel good about it? Do you have a favorite president? No. All the dead ones. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like money? Like you like the money? Yeah. Yes. I'm, yes. You're at the Benjamins. (laughs) That president. (laughs) Who wasn't a president? (laughs) What? I like the guy who I wish was president, but never was. Yeah. That's my favorite one. Yeah. So that's what day it is. I wanted to bring it since it's it's a holiday. We're coming in on a holiday to talk to people right now about liberty. I wanted to give someone a good clip, something good that happened. All right. We talked about sanity. This is. This is a little bit of sanity, or it's at least someone getting called out. And this is Bill Maher talking to Ari Melber, I believe, from MSNBC. We've uh, played plenty of clips from that gentleman. And uh, now here's another one from Bill Maher. We talked about the vaccine thing on Friday's episode. If you only watch on YouTube, you have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah. So we didn't put it on there. Post-infection. Yes. Immunity. And that, yeah. we can't go any further than that. Yeah. All right, we'll have to stop now. Can't talk about the natural world. Well, here's, here's a pretty good clip uh, right here of Bill Maher. As I saw in the paper today, kind of a big story, I think. I wonder how much it's going to get covered in the liberal media because it's about how natural immunity, they did a giant study, 65 countries, or maybe 
something like 65 countries, many, many different studies. They looked at them all. Natural immunity, as good or better than the vaccine. Something I've been saying since the beginning, and I get called an anti-vaxxer. That's not an anti-vaxxer. This is the kind of thing, I, you know, my problem with the media from both sides is not that you, you guys lie. It's that you tell me your side of the story that you want me to know. You don't tell me the whole story. I'd be curious as to how much play this story gets because I, I, I remember reading that they did a study of Republicans versus Democrats. The question was, what percentage, this is like a year and a half ago, what percentage of people who get COVID require hospitalization? The answer is less than 1%. Almost half of Democrats thought it was over 50%. They listened to your network. Where do they get that kind of information? That was you to, to you. That was clear. That's bad information they have in their head, and it's from one side. Because I saw anyway. Oh, that's pretty good stuff. I like that. I like that. Was that. From your network. <laughs> from you. And neither one of them wanted to answer the question. Matt's here. He's finally here. Hey, some people tried to warn you beforehand. By the way, I saw some tags going out there, uh, but glad you're able to make it in. I thought it'd be cool to start off with. I don't know something positive. I think Bill Maher's been pretty decent. He's been pretty good on this stuff. Throughout this, and HBO decided not to cancel him, which is nice. That's something positive also. Yeah. He must have something, uh, you know, that people don't want coming out. Uh, that well, he's he also been doing this show said. for like 20 years. So yeah, I guess so. He kind of has like the Joe Rogan effect. It's like, yeah, I'm kind of too big to cancel. And try, try as you may. Spotify was like, yeah, no, we're not going to cancel this guy. So, um, Okay, it's President's Day. And our president is in Ukraine, talking to Ukraine's president, walking around. It almost sounded Kiev. like you were going to do the Lord's Prayer. Our president, who, who art, art thou in Ukraine? In Ukraine, yes. <laughs> um, he's in Ukraine. In a helicopter. Now, this seems dangerous to me. I guess that's on him to figure that out. But like, this is a country where they're getting bombed and stuff. But I guess that shows his bravery that he's willing to go and show his support for our troops. You know, that is that is one good At thing. At least our weapons. Isn't it weird to go into an active war zone where the U.S. doesn't have any active troops on the ground putting their lives at risk? Yes. No troops. No troops. Officially. No boots. I don't know ground. how many contractors we got. Well, actually, everyone fighting over there is uh, basically a military contractor for the U.S. You don't think the CIA has any stations mm. over there? Um, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, just look at all the money. The only reason they're still going is because they're using our money. They're essentially, these are U.S. troops that live in Ukraine, and, the, and they just wear Ukraine flags and Nazi symbols and stuff on their... On their jackets. We've sent them almost $100 billion. It's a lot of money. He's probably going over to see there how the money's doing. <laughs> he is. He's like, hey, uh, y'all still got that? He's probably trying to go over there and get 10 He's like, I heard I was getting 10%. <laughs> Where's this 10% at? Yeah. Um, I don't know what's in this video, but it's him walking around. Here he is in Ukraine. Now. Today we host. President Biden, that is so important signal for us, and all we are proud of it. 
Thank you very much for coming, Mr. President. That is a huge moment of supporting the Ukraine. For all the disagreement we have in our Congress on some issues, uh, there is a significant agreement on support for Ukraine. Because this is so much larger than just We can all come together to support war. Democracy in Europe is about freedom and democracy writ large. And, uh, and uh, all the American people, I, I know that uh, so many have kept uh, Ukrainian people, particularly women and children, in their prayers. See what's happening. They can't fathom the idea of the show. All right, I'm bored. <laughs> also, I'm looking at all the gold they got in there. I know. You know, you could I'm pretty good strip that off, probably sell it. Do they... To, yeah. To keep in color, like with their yellow and blue, do they have like yellow light bulbs specifically in there? Because everything I've seen from this has been very yellow. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Mm. I don't know. Um, kind of weird. That's also, the glow from the hovering nuclear weapons that haven't be, gone off yet. Must be. Maybe some of the gases from Ohio made it over there. Um, <laughs> this is dangerous to me. If, okay. They've already been getting bombed. I'm, am I correct in that? I saw in the news that Ukraine had been getting bombed by Russia, right? Yeah. And there's like troops and stuff. Now, what if there happened to be a bomb somewhere close to where Biden was? I'm not suggest. I don't want that to happen. Is Kamala with him? I don't think so. Okay. I don't want Doesn't this to happen. Look like she is. Yeah. And um, I wouldn't want it to happen either way. But would that be an act of war against the United States? Probably, definitely would be. Sort of seems like we're just throwing a pawn out there, right? Like if you throw it out the chest. Mm. I don't think this is the throwing the king out there or anything. <laughs> it's just kind of, oh, let's just see what happens. <laughs> you know, someone gets close to him, I guess we'll have a reason to go to war. Yeah. I don't know, man. This whole thing is screwed up. Yeah, and to Bailey's point from the, uh, from the Fed Haters Club, she says that Biden didn't even go to Afghanistan. Mm. Also, no. you know, low-hanging fruit hasn't been to Ohio either uh, since their chemical bombing that they that they went through. But he's but he's in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. On President's Day, where we honor past U.S. presidents. Of all days. Of all days. <laughs> it's like, well, I saw I had the day off right there. It's going to go to Ukraine. Speaking Ukraine. of Afghanistan, I saw this, I, what I think is a joke article, but it was pretty funny that it said the Taliban are tired of their nine-to-fives and they want to go back to jihad. That's <laughs> <laughs> probably a joke article. I know. Probably satire, but, yeah, but also it was, funny. It's still really funny. <laughs> okay, so we announced another 500 mil that we're going to give, that you're going to be giving to them. We've committed nearly 700 so tanks. yellow. Yeah. And thousands of armored vehicles. 1,000 artillery systems. More than 2 million rounds of artillery ammunition. More than 50 advanced launch rocket systems, anti-ship and air defense systems, all defend you to defend Ukraine, and that doesn't count the other half a billion dollars we're going to be we're announcing with you today and tomorrow. Here's a check coming <laughs> your way. It'd be funny if you brought a big check with him. <laughs> the U.S. government. You win. <laughs> Balloons come down. <laughs> the surprise yeah. thing. United States clearinghouse. Yeah, God, this is it is getting laughable, right, dude? We're fight, we're in it, we're at also, war with Russia right gotta, now. This looks like a green screen. It's right? very yellow, but also like look at the American flag. You think that the flags behind them are that crisp? 
I don't know. It looks like a computer image. Maybe he's actually in a bunker like like uh, Zelensky's been for a bunch of those videos. Mm. You know? Who knows? Um, also, this last week, this is how ridiculous it's starting to get. It is true that we are giving some money to Ukraine that they can even use to pay people's pensions, retirement programs. <laughs> Just Also, the fact that we're like, doing tanks and stuff. I mean, how can Russia not see this as an act of war from the United States? Oh, I see. How much did Putin give you to be here today? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you're saying you hate women and children. Yeah. I got you. We'll talk about that here in a minute. Mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> a exactly little bit right. more here on the financial aspects of this uh, this war. And to deliver much needed humanitarian assistance as well as food, water, medicine, shelter, and other aid to Ukrainians displaced by Russia's war. And provide aid for those seeking refuge in other countries from Ukraine. <clears throat> it's also going to help schools and hospitals open. It's going to allow pensions and social support to be paid to the Ukrainian people so they have something, something in their pocket. It's also going to provide critical resources to address food. Ukrainians need something in their pocket. What do we get in return for this? That's If we could at least obtain land is, ownership of Ukraine itself. This is for democracy writ large, Nate. <laughs> what a joke. This is for democracy. The... CBO just said that Social Security is the track right now is insolvency by 2032. Ten months ago, they that said moved up. Ten months years. ago, they said 2035. I was going to say that just moved up three months. Ten three years. months ago, they said 2035. And now they say 2032. And here we are making sure that people in Ukraine got their pensions paid and the school teachers are making enough money and stuff. This is enough for me to declare war against Ukraine. That's <laughs> awkward. <laughs> okay. No, I'm kidding. All right. Yeah. They're, this guy and other people like him are the ones that are stealing the money. Okay. Uh, speaking of Charlie's pro-Putin rhetoric <laughs> that he's been spewing. <laughs> um, actually, we have one more thing. This continues to get more and more dangerous. Um, ah, did I put these in the bad order? Here we go. China, China is now talking about sending military aid to Russia. So I want you to realize what that means. This is basically like, if you look in the future and they're using uh, like avatars or they're using like drones and stuff to fight each other, you know, or like robots of the different countries are either fighting on distant mm -hmm. battlefields. That's essentially what it's looking like U.S. and China are going to be doing. All made by Raytheon. <laughs> All of it. Yeah. It's like, guys, we don't have to send our own to war anymore. We can convince other countries yeah. to fight each other in a neutral location like Ukraine. Mm -hmm. We just send them weapons from both sides. All made from us. This is Genius. You know what this is? This is like the rich person fight club. This is where you get the poor people that go down in the basement and fight each other for money, and everyone's just like shelling out money, trying to mm -hmm. see who's going to win. It's just the U.S. and China, and they're just putting their hands up these countries' asses, and then they go <laughs> over there, and they're just fighting each other. Yeah. And it's really the U.S. and China, but it, we're just using these people to do it. Oh, God. It seems risky to me. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Beyond risky. Maybe I'm wrong about the risk factor here. Um, how about what Biden said today? Chuck. All right. He tweets, 
President Zelensky and all Ukrainians remind the world every day what courage is. They remind us that freedom is priceless and worth fighting for, for as long as it takes. For as long as it takes. Yeah. No real goal or objective here. They just, we're just going to keep going in perpetuity until, until either the human civilization is gone or Ukrainians have freedom in death. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what they, so when they say for as long as it takes, this is the new, this is the new Afghanistan or Vietnam. If you want to use one of those things, like we're just going to have a war going over here. Now we're paying other people to fight it. So I guess that's a little bit different. Uh, than normal, but him throwing himself out there in the blast zones, not helping the chances of not actually getting into a hot war with Russia for us, but for as long as it takes, what's their goal? What do they want to do? Yeah. There's no, there's no world where Putin decides to give up and leave Ukraine with nothing. He'll have to be dead. What's the end game? There is, I don't, there is no end game. The end game is that this just keeps going because people get to keep washing money out there, you know? Mm. 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 I don't know. Okay, so. And it's a very dangerous one to play, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of these countries, Russia, China, United States, all have nuclear yeah, weapons. Dukes. So mm -hmm. as soon as one goes off, they all go off. More than likely. Is everyone. This, does anyone else also, hear? Does, does this remind you of that, that ICBM warning in Hawaii a couple <laughs> years ago? And maybe they were actually getting ready for something like actually happening? I was about to ask something along those lines like, uh, there's people watching with us live right now. Are you guys ready if something happens? Does everyone realize if a nuke is used in Ukraine by Russia, like you're talking worldwide panic at that point? As to what's going to be next, um, grocery stores, traffic, gas lines, all that kind of stuff. Uh, not saying that that would mean the end of the world where we go into a hot nuke war and we all die. But the panic associated with that and then the fear of us retaliating and then them retaliating and all that would throw everyone into a frenzy, probably rightfully so, because... Crash the market for sure. Market crash. Uh, you would have all the, I mean, the grocery stores would be raided immediately. The gas at the gas stations would be gone. I'm not saying it would last a long time, but it could last a month. The panic from it. We just got a whole <clears> bunch <throat> of seeds from the Home Depot. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. We, uh, we're, we plant in the garden <clears throat> this spring. Yeah. That's a good idea. Mm hmm I, what I was going to say is uh, just that... Honestly, the nuclear waste would help it grow faster, it might, probably. It might. A little bit of fertilizer in there for you. <laughs> I don't will. know. Yeah. I just like that we're trying new things here. <laughs> Solutions, you know? Um, what I'm saying is, it's not a bad idea to have a case of water or like a couple of those big jugs of water and some canned Are food. Are you advocating for uh, plastic use? Yes. In this scenario, mm. I am. Wow. Uh, advocating for that. You would. Maybe some guns just in case. What's that? Just in case. You got to get, first off, you got to get lake diving equipment. You go down to the bottom of the lake where all the libertarians have lost their guns. <laughs> and you get some guns. You need to have a little bit of water 
just to make it through the time where everyone's in a panic. Mm. I'm not saying we're all going to die. If there's a nuclear war, like, okay, this is not good. Yeah. You've seen the book of Eli? Mm. It's a good movie. You know what's a good show, by the way? The Last of Us. I've been watching that. Have you been watching that? I haven't. you no. got to watch this show. What? When do you have good time? Good stuff. Do you have to watch these shows? Well, at at night, I would take, we've got like five shows. Well, I don't watch Last of Us with Lacey. She doesn't watch stuff like that. Okay. So we have a point in time the night where <clears throat> I watch my show and she watches her show. Mm. And we'll sit there on the couch together with our AirPods and watching different things. Your own show. Yeah, watching their own stuff. How about that? <laughs> it's pretty... It's pretty good. The Last of Us is amazing. So I highly recommend that you watch that. It's the new uh, post-apocalyptic, not a zombie show, but kind of a zombie show based on the video game. I didn't play a video game, but I've seen clips and they have like completely reenacted scenes in the video game. Supposed to be one of the most accurate ones ever. I didn't play it. Um, anyway, I, I just, if you're looking for a new show, you should watch it. Okay. Well, what you're saying is you're not a doomsdayer. No, I'm not a doomsday guy. I don't remember why you're talking about that either. Also, it reminds me of like what I told my dad when he booked, he paid extra money for a seat in the back of the plane. Mm. And I told dad like, dude, if this thing's going down, let's just get the liquor cart and pour ourselves a drink in the last few <laughs> minutes, you know? Yeah. If we're at 30,000 feet, we probably have, you know, 10 or 15 minutes maybe, you know? So it's like, might as well get the liquor cart. It's mm -hmm. like being in the back of the plane ain't going to matter. If this thing turns into nuclear war, open up the liquor cabinet. You know? There's not a lot you can do about Enjoy it. Enjoy the last few sips. Yeah. And um, so what I recommend is that we try to not get to that point. That's, that's what we're yeah, leading up to yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we're <laughs> trying to say. That's why we're talking yeah. about this. <laughs> All this to say we shouldn't go there. So there was a rally in D.C., and um, Josiah, he talked to us, asked if we wanted to go to it. We couldn't go because um, we're, I guess we just don't care as much as everyone else. You know, that was the thing. We just couldn't go. <clears throat> Called Rage Against the War Machine, anti-war rally, Washington, D.C. It, uh, it was yesterday. Now, this was hosted by the Libertarian Party and the People's Party. And I don't know anything about the People's Party. But Charlie here is a member of the Libertarian Party. What's going on? You gonna on? ask me as a representative? Yes. Of the Libertarian um, Party? I saw a lot of stuff online about this. Leading up to it, people were upset about the speakers that were gonna be there. And some of the people uh, that were helping host or whatever, it was actually a pro-Russia rally. Not an anti-war rally. It was actually pro-Russia. It was anti-Ukraine. And yeah, anti-U.S. involvement in the war as well, as well, but it was actually just a bunch of pro-Putin plants out there. Mm. And that's kind of been the thing, the theme this whole time. Now, I went through some of the stuff that some of the people have said in the past, and I can see that they've been a little bit more sympathetic towards Russia than, than I would be. I do think that there has been some concerning, uh, like, aggression or with NATO, not really aggression, because it's not like they've been attacked. And so therefore... Except for maybe the pipeline. Well, now, <laughs> yeah, after this war has happened, we clearly blew up their pipeline, okay? Yeah. Um, but beforehand, it was more Which, like... Which, if they did to us, would definitely be an act of war. Yeah. Like, NATO keeps getting closer and closer, and you all know all the talking points. Okay. They still weren't attacked. 
This was still a preemptive war against another country, from what I can tell. So whatever excuses we can make for why Russia had, an, had a reason to be concerned about the NATO expansion and about the 2014 coup, maybe led by the CIA or whatever in Ukraine, we can all we could even agree that all that stuff is true. It doesn't mean that Russia needed to do a preemptive war and take over Ukraine, in my opinion. They should have taken a play out of the American military book and struck a deal with Ukraine to build military bases in Ukraine. That's what they could have done. They could have had military bases in Kiev and all over the place, which would definitely probably thwart NATO from trying to take Ukraine. They could have had their own. Russia has a military presence there. Their own agents go in and have a coup and destabilize Ukraine and just kind of destroy the country. Uh, afterward, I don't, I don't know. Whatever. The U.S. has shown everyone every example of what you can do to destroy different places. You're saying they could have their own CIA which they do. The KGB could have KGB gone out there. KGB could have went in there and staged a... I'm sure they did. I'm sure there's plenty of KGB people out there. Okay, well, let's have Scott Horton on to talk about this sometime. Mm. All that being said, let's assume that Russia had a little bit of a reason to be concerned. I don't think it gave them a reason to go in and try to take Ukraine. I just don't see it. I, re- I really don't see it. So I can't agree fully with what some of the people that spoke uh, have to say about this. I don't think they were justified in doing what they are doing currently. That was all a disclaimer uh, for, for some other stuff. Here's some of the speakers. You got some warmongers like Ron Paul <laughs> that were out there. Scott Horton never saw a war. He didn't want to fight. Okay. Tulsi Gabbard. I mean, she was in the military. Tulsi. She is in the military. Yeah. yeah she fought. Well, I mean, she went, you know. I don't know. I mean, I know that she went to Iraq or whatever, right? Twice. Yeah. So uh, Jimmy Dore was the number one. I guess he was the biggest speaker on there. He's listed as the headliner. And then there's a lot of people that I just honestly don't know anything about whatsoever. Um, So if you know more about them, you have to let me know. Some of them, I've seen screenshots, seem to have pro-Russia sympathy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it would say Roger Waters pre-recorded the video from Pink Floyd. That guy, he's been generally on the left with everything. Um, overall, I was not on the side of thinking this was uh, a crazy idea for the Libertarian Party to be involved with this. Have you? Did you think it was a crazy idea for them to be involved? No, of course not. I think that even if you disagree with some of the people that are there. It's the goal. It, the, it's okay. The stated goal was to be an anti-war rally. But they say it's actually pro-war because some of the people were pro-Russia and saying that Russia was justified in doing what they're doing. I don't think they're justified in doing what they're doing, even though they have reason, they have cause for concern. Okay. I agree with that, mm. but I don't think it was still kind of preemptive, in my opinion. I bet they said the same things about the Vietnam protesters. <laughs> I'm sure they did. And that's the thing. <laughs> There's so many people that These are, are just, just pro Viet Congs. They're doing exactly out there, what we, infiltrated by the Viet Cong. It's what people said about if you were against the war on terror, you mm-hmm. know, or if you went out there and, and you said, supported terrorists. If you said, okay, um, they shouldn't have attacked us on 9 11. Let's all agree that you shouldn't have done that. Were there legitimate reasons for them to be upset at the U.S.? Potentially. I yeah. kind of see it. Now, what that, kids in our day, what that was called was a blame America firster. <laughs> because you 
blame America. And they'd go on there in Fox News and say, oh, you're just to blame America firster. Mm. <laughs> That's what you are. <laughs> yeah. And so if you ever said that there was a reason for someone to be upset at the U.S., that's what you were. They'd write yeah. you off. I also, I've been watching a documentary called Full Swing on Netflix, which is yeah. about golf. And there's this whole live thing. Yeah. And it's like, I want to feed information to these live golfers who are getting pressed on joining the live golf because Saudi Arabia is known for its human rights violations. Um, and I just want to feed, like Phil Mickelson was asked, like, Oh, well, you know, what about Saudi Arabia's atrocious war in Yemen? You know, millions of people killed and dispersed. And I just wanted to fill the fire right back at him being like, oh, funded by America? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm against that. I'm mm -hmm. against America funding Saudi Arabia to, <laughs> to drop bombs in Yemen. Mm -hmm. I'm against that. You know, so it's like this whole thing. It's like the media decides, like, who you are. Mm -hmm. based on what stance that you have or what decisions that you're making. It's this whole, again, religion thing. If you're not with us, you're against us. It's like if you think, if you try to have a nuanced conversation, there is no nuance to these people. It's no. one or the other. Then you're, as you said, you're, you're a blame America firster and I, or you're I, a pro-Viet Cong. I think it's okay to have an anti-war rally, even with people who think that what Russia did was fine, because I think that the U.S. is furthering this entire thing and making it way worse. And I do not see it as our job to put a gun to Charlie's head and take money from him to give it to people in Ukraine so they can fight off someone who's trying to attack them. I don't think that that's the job of the U.S. government at, at all. Even if you're protecting democracy. Even if, yeah, whatever. We don't, don't even think that we have democracy here if you ask different people in the in the US by that I mean everyone getting a vote and you know hopefully not not a corrupt system how are we going to guarantee they got it in Ukraine can't even tell you who won the election in 2020 when the especially when the president of the United States the United States has given Ukraine money at a time when the president of the United States his son mm. has a massive scandal about being in the pockets. In involving Ukraine. Involving Ukraine. That's weird. Isn't it weird mm -hmm. how now America is giving Ukraine money? That is weird. It's almost like this whole thing was set up beforehand. <sighs> almost. Yeah. That's speculation. I, got I you. have no idea. I got you. I have no idea. Did, but it, Did you get it, your application back from Russia today? It yet? is weird. And it may behoove some journalist to but, look into everything that was said when he was vice president. Mm. To now where we've given Ukraine a hundred billion dollars of American taxpayer money. They don't want to look into it because they're afraid of getting conspiracy theories put on their Wikipedia bio. Oh, God. All right, list of demands. We'll just run through. Not one more penny for war in Ukraine. Negotiate peace. Stop the war inflation. So that's all of our inflation. Disband NATO. Oh, well, that, mm -hmm. that's anti-democratic. This is actually Putin sent these demands in. Now, a lot of these probably make Putin pretty happy. Negotiating peace, people don't want to do that because they're like, oh, you want to negotiate with someone who came onto your land and took some of it and you're just supposed to negotiate? We don't negotiate with terrorists. Here's, the, here's a very sad, um, difficult answer to give. Yes, you have to negotiate with Russia because they did it. They, they launched the war. They have nukes. They came onto your land. They took over some of your cities. And those, yes. It's, I hate this idea 
It's like since the U.S. stopped conquesting and taking places around the world, we really haven't stopped doing it. It's like, okay, now, starting now, everyone has to stop trying to change hands with the now land. Now that we're number one. Like, <laughs> all throughout history, people have been going to war. They've been fighting over land. Borders have been changing. The maps have been changing all throughout history. Mm. This has been a thing. And it's like now. Mainly based on race. You know, they <laughs> draw those jagged lines. Like, now, we're, <laughs> we're like, oh, no one can ever do this again. I still think it's wrong for people to do, but this is something people have been doing forever. Okay. You know, Ukraine's not even been a country for that long. For a Putin, crying out loud. A Putin apologist would say something like that. I know that. that. But yes, negotiate peace because they've got nukes. And that's one of the reasons that you have nukes. Okay. If you didn't want them to be able to do this, then you, you should have fought them and taken all their nukes away. Something like that. Okay. But peace through strength. <laughs> exactly. That's what they say. Uh, the rest of this abolish war and empire. Okay. We're getting a little. A little crazy here. I would like I would like that to be the case. Restore civil liberties. Restore the constitutional liberties taken from us in the name of war and empire. Okay. And free Julian Assange on the uh, Stop the War Machine. Uh, Some of rally. these, they're like, <clears throat> we need a 10. <laughs> so yeah. they're like, okay, let's take a vote on the best ones. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, make sure uh, Jerry Jones is no longer the GM of the Cowboys. Mm. They're like, all right, we'll take that one off of there. Not a lot of people there at the rally. That's the sad part. I'm not trying to make fun of them. Um, it wasn't like this; these overwhelming photos that you saw from the rally. Mm -hmm. That is not me making fun of them. I know they worked their butts off trying to get a bunch of people there. Um, it wasn't a crazy turnout. It wasn't like that scene in Forrest Gump or anything. That's not the thing. Um, you can cry. <laughs> Uh, this is Angela McArdle, chair of LP National, talking, and there's a bunch of signs and stuff behind her. In this picture, you can see there's no Russian flags, and someone was like, okay, well, we got to fix this. And then they get some Russian flags behind her, and now we've got an opportunity for people to post all of this stuff. And what's funny to me are all of the libertarians who are very upset about the imagery of the chair of the party speaking with Russian flags behind her, because what if people see this? Like, if she had any idea that those flags were no, it's there. like, the idea is, well, what if people see this? Y'all are the only idiots I've seen posting it anywhere. Because before that, it was a golden tree falling in the forest, and there wasn't anyone around to hear it. You're the ones who put it out there, okay? Those, the people that are upset about the Mises takeover for the, for the LP, are the people publicizing the pictures with the Russian flags. And guess what? Out of a hours long rally where there were two people there with Russian flags, it's kind of possible to get a picture of anyone with Russian flags in the background, given the fact that these people were walking around the entire time. Did Ron Paul have flags no, behind him? He didn't. No. They left by that time, which is oh. how you know they weren't libertarians. <laughs> you know, they would have they would have been staying there the yeah. whole time. Let me just show you this is a little bit more impromptu because I didn't uh, I didn't plan on actually playing this. I didn't edit it or anything. Um, I'm going to show you like what it looked like when she started talking and I want to show you what happens throughout this speech. We're not going to listen to the speech or whatever. Um, I just want to show you kind of how this happens. There were no flags. Angela needs her the thing starts. So my name is Angela. I am the chair of the National Libertarian Party. For years, I have asked, where is the anti-war left? 
and it looks like I've finally found you. This is incredible. This event represents, this is a pivotal moment in history because it shows libertarians, independents, socialists, populist working class people, people of all backgrounds coming together to say enough is enough and to push back against the might of the American military industrial complex. And against the backdrop, against the ominous backdrop of nuclear war, there is a silver lining. We have an opportunity to make a difference. Let's be the thing that people who are being I don't see any Russian flags. No. Now there's a guy back here holding the flag on the steps and abused across of the, the memorial because of the American military empire. We have and as the it power, goes on, we're bringing back the anti they, they start to walk up closer. I'm going to address journalists. Okay, so people speaking and now someone's made it up here with a Russian flag. Side of the guns of US empire. Let me speak about the Palestinians I met in the rubble of Gaza. Hey, you'll notice this as it goes on. Blowing up. My Lord okay, no one there. Thank Nick then more people Angela. come behind the stage. Now, what I think happened right here is they said, hey, there's people walking around trolling us with Russian flags. We need some people with some big signs to go stand right behind the stage to try to block this stuff. Because what you can see now yes. throughout the speech are the people with the flags trying to get it visible from behind the, never the big things it. that they're trying to block them with. Some of us tried to forget it. They Some probably already noticed the cameras as well. Yes. And they were like, we should go I, I don't, put this stuff in front of cameras. Policy. Now there's a hammer and sickle out there <clears throat> while Jimmy, while Jimmy Dore is talking. And so that's annoying. And guess what? If you had a rally, I don't think it's crazy to think that there, from what I could count, there were like three people here. Two of them had straight up Russian flags. One person had a hammer and sickle. And they came there. I don't think you can prevent those people from being there at a rally. And I don't think those people being there means that this was a gigantic pro-Russia rally. If that's the case, then we'll never be able to ever do anything ever again. Also, I'm pretty sure First Amendment allows you to fly whatever flag you want. Yeah, that's fine. I don't care what they're. I don't care what flag they're flying. It's this. What if some hillbilly mm. was there with the? Well, there you go. There's a bunch of different yeah. flags. So here's Josh Fecal, and he says, "What the hell Fecal. has happened?" <laughs> Oh, equal. My bad. What the hell <laughs> has happened to our political party? It's this libertarian bitchiness that is the reason that I dropped out of the party in the first place. Okay. You got screenshots of people with Russian flags. Yes, there is a moment in time where Angela's speaking and the people are there with Russian flags behind her. This means the libertarian party is in lockstep with Russia. And if this is the case, then they will never, ever be able to do anything again. Because you know what? If they take over, if the lefty libertarians take back over, I'm going to follow them around with a flag everywhere they go, and they'll have to refuse to speak everywhere they ever go, and they'll never talk again because they wouldn't want to risk being seen with a flag of something that could make them look bad <laughs> because it ruined mm -hmm. this perfect image they've been cultivating for over 50 years now. That's why the party's grown so Look at that American so flag down there. That's real mm -hmm. egregious. Yeah. There was a rainbow flag mm. I saw there. Um, is that a, I, me a what's the black? Is that Jamaican? I have no black, clue. I white, don't know green? flags. I can't remember. I don't really know my flags that mm. much. I mean, they're not that great. You know, U.S. has the best flag. Just saying. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, it, it's just a really annoying principle to me that if oh, there's people there that we don't agree with, you can't be seen there associating. What if some of those people accidentally heard something that made sense? 
You know, what if they're actually, what if those people are pro-Russia, but they're still like anti-war? Yeah, they could be. like, we don't even like the fact that our own country is going to war with Ukraine. Like, can we carry? Like, stop the war. One of the worst ones there is the person carrying the American flag. That's one of the most egregious Mm -hmm. war criminals out there. So you can't be associated with someone carrying that flag. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a ridiculous concept. Who cares what flags are? They're the kind of people who That's a new website, Jeff. I like that. Godhatesflags.com. <laughs> They're the kind of people that would say we can't use the don't tread on me stuff anymore because a couple of the people carried those on like J6 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so we can't use those anymore. Just, I'm just saying. You what can't a- even listen to Jason Aldean anymore. You can't. That guy used to make merch with the rebel flag on it. And this is why this part of the party is, it got taken over so easily because people are sick of this bending to... I don't want to say woke mentality, but there's this idea like, oh, nothing that makes us look bad. What if someone takes a picture and it it looks bad? Like, dude, no one cares. There's hardly anyone that's a member of the Libertarian Party. No one cares. You're not going to grow the party by playing nice with people. It's not the case. I know I haven't joined since Mises take over. And it's also using the like left wokest tactics. It is. It's and it's giving in to those tactics. It's saying that those tactics work and even that they're true. It's like saying that that is the truth and that I can't bow down to that yeah. like they do. Right. I don't, I don't Like, you do know it. damn well that Angela Merkel has nothing to do with <laughs> McCardle. McCardle. Merkel might have something to do. <laughs> I always uh, do Russia. that. I don't know. Yeah. Why do I do that? But you know, know, she has nothing to do with being pro-Russia, but you're going to take a screenshot. Oh, no. He thinks she has something to do with pre- being pro-Russia. He actually insinuates here that um, the event raised... Let's see, LNC has been laying off staff and cutting costs, yet the event raised nearly $100,000 and attendance estimates are in the hundreds. It begs the question, where did the money come from and who's getting paid? <laughs> God, what a sad, sad person. It's obviously coming from Putin. Yes, clearly. Yeah. The easiest. The anti-war you know rally. Saw? Putin was like, you know what? You know what? One of my best investments would be is to pay the Libertarian Party, who no one gives a shit about, and I'm going to give them a bunch of money to hold an anti-war rally. <laughs> yeah, that no one's going to, and that is how I'm going to maintain my Russian dominance. That's what I'm yeah. going to do. That's a great idea. I'm going to put two guys there with Russian flags. I think I'm offending all sides of the Libertarian Party right now. I'm sorry about that, but it's a little bit like they're. Hey, as a card-carrying member, mm-hmm. I'm not offended. It's a little bit of self-importance, and like looking too I highly. I think that I can speak for all libertarians when I say, Nate, I'm not offended. Okay, that's good. So, that's good. There you go. I'm just, they're not there yet. And this kind of holding themselves to such high regard that like these Putin, that Putin himself or people closely aligned would be trying to use a libertarian party to do stuff like that. Like, dude, no one cares. I'm more upset about like the half truth tactic yeah, that the extreme leftists portray all the time that that should infuriate even anyone on the right or the libertarian party or anybody who actually cares about the truth to use these half truths. Like is Angela in front of a Russian flag? Yes, that's true. But is she, (laughs) yeah. Is she doing it on purpose because she's pro Russian? No, of course she's not. Like I said, nothing about what she said would indicate that at all. And so it's like you're using 
these half-truths to paint a picture that you want to paint, which is what the left does all the time. These disgusting wokists do it all the time. Just like they did to that poor kid who wore the Make America Great Again hat. Mm-hmm. CNN portrayed him. It's the exact same thing. Now, was he standing in front of that guy? And did it look like potentially that he was given that Native American shit? Mm-hmm. You know, thumb and a nose to him or whatever you want to call it. Did it look like he was going to punch him or go after him? Yeah, if you want to spin it that way. <laughs> Jeff said, not a poor kid anymore. <laughs> but <laughs> definitely not poor anymore. <clears throat> but, the, but then you find the real truth, you know, and you're like, enough with all the noise. Mm-hmm. Quit trying to spin stuff. Like, it just makes me so mad. What it is, and and I guess you'd have to be paying more attention to the Libertarian Party strife, but it's just he's upset. He doesn't like the fact that she's running the party. He doesn't like the fact that the Mises uh, took over. It doesn't matter anything that Angela said at all. And we need to see clips. I assume Josh is putting together a bunch of clips of people at this rally calling for Russia to continue their war against Ukraine since that's what this was, was actually a pro-war rally. Arguing for um, the United States to send money to Russia instead yeah, of Ukraine. Or just to leave so Russia could finish the job. You know, it's the thing right now, finish the job. <laughs> and that that's what they should do. I'm assuming we're going to be getting those clips sometime, but you are yeah. right. They're just pulling tactics from the left. It's super annoying. Here's Jill Stein um, also talking. That was a Green Party, right? Green Party candidate believes. So she's also pro-Putin because someone held a Russian flag for at least long enough for someone to take a picture behind her. So clearly she is pro-Putin. You guys see how ridiculous these talking points are? Mm-hmm. So I don't know if we have time for this one now, but um, what time is it right now? One thirty. Yeah. So what do you think? Final answer. Did the uh, left libertarians have anything to be upset about with this rally? Did Mises mess up? Did the Libertarian Party mess up? The short answer is no. Okay. No, that's the short answer. And no, I'm not just shilling for the Mises. I've got, <laughs> you know. The Meacocks. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's plenty of things that we disagree with on all sides. The difference is, is that um, this is egregious. <laughs> it is. It is. It's And it, you're like, you're using, again, I'll go back to using the same tactics that the woke left uses when they try to paint a picture, you know, of, oh, well, you're just, you know, you're pro-Trump, mm-hmm. you know, or you hate poor people. You know, they take all these things and they're like, well, you know, you know, you don't agree with us. Well, obviously you're the enemy. And it's like, you know, they, these were a bunch of people from all political spectrums. This was put on by the Libertarian Party and also the People's Party, mm-hmm. which is... Clearly way different than libertarian, especially economically. Mm. From what I heard, the LP had a lot more to do with it than the People's Party, but but still, I don't even care. I I really don't even care. They have people there that want the United States to stop taking our money and giving it to people in Ukraine. I don't care about anything else, mm-hmm. honestly. Uh, I think that that is a worthwhile goal, and that is a way to prevent, uh, help prevent World War III. Yeah. Uh, uh, us all dying from a nuclear catastrophe uh, is not worth it to me to save a bunch of corrupt people in Ukraine. Like, could I'm you sorry. imagine Imagine if Martin Luther King Jr. was given a speech in, you know, the 50s and 60s mm-hmm. and somebody from the KKK was wearing a suit and he showed up, you know, behind him to listen in. Yeah. And all you can say, then you could just take that picture and be like, Martin Luther King Jr., the pro-KKK guy. Yeah, absolutely. Like, what? You can't. 
help who shows up. It's a really stupid argument. It's so dumb. It's cheap. So dumb. We don't have time to get to uh, the Matt Walsh culture war with, um, there's a big fight on Twitter mm-hmm. I saw. With some people that we know. With some people that we know, between Hannah and Brad from Based Politics, and there was Matt Walsh and Jordan Peterson, and Jordan Peterson. from The Daily Wire, and it's all about trans, and this guy named, well, this person named Dylan. Dylan um, Mulvaney is the person's mm-hmm. name. Um, so... Maybe we can get to some culture war talk tomorrow because I think that would be relevant no matter what day we cover it. I think it's relevant to discuss what the proper way, what we could do to win the culture war aspect of things. I don't think what Matt Walsh or what Jordan Peterson are doing are the correct way. I think Jordan Peterson's first book was the correct way. I don't, I don't particularly like Jordan Peterson that much anymore. I don't really listen to him anymore. It's a lot of anger. He's, he sounds very angry, and he's just kind of yelling at stuff that he's mad about, and he used to be the person that was, like, setting up a foundation, and, like, then you fix it, and now he's kind of, like, top-down wrath of God fixing on top of everyone, and that's not what's going to do it. Mm. Just ain't. More to come on that. If you're interested, send me an email, nate at goodmorningliberty.us. All right, y'all, hope you enjoyed today's show. Go to joingml.com to join the Fed Haters Club. That's joingml.com. It's only six bucks a month, or you could even be a real libertarian and sign up for more. Mm-hmm. That's at joingml.com. Go to godhatesfeds.com, brand new merch site we just launched, godhatesfeds.com. Get yourself or your loved one or your not loved one something new and fancy and get it for someone you hate and fun. Buy it for a fed. Buy it you know? for these pro Russia people, you know? If you have a Fed in your life, get it for them. Mm -hmm. And that way you can turn hate into love Mm -hmm. at GodHatesFeds.com. Feds like those guys carrying the Russian flags at the the Mm -hmm. rally. Wouldn't that be such an easy thing to do, by the way? Yeah. I'm sure people have questioned that. I'm not saying they were Feds. But that's all you got to do, apparently, for the little bitch libertarians to decide (laughs) not to do anything. I'm sorry, but I'm sick of these people. I really am. Yeah. That's all you got to do is pay some asshole. 20 bucks an hour to carry a Russian flag around and they'll just lay down and, and cry and apologize afterwards. Yeah. Apparently that's all you got to do. If you want to learn about the market, go to natescrashcourse.com. And like Nate said, please smash that follow button, share the show with a friend, a family member and Putin. If you do all those things, we'll be back again tomorrow. Hope you have a good day and a good morning. Liberty. <laughs>